My name is Emily and today's episode is from the English Literature A-Level course and it's about the principles of the tragic genre. I'm basing this off the AQA English Literature B course but this information will apply to any English literature course where you study tragedy. Dramatic tragedy is a genre of drama that ends with the death of the main character. Classic tragedy has a specific structure which follows the tragic protagonist to their death. The protagonist of a tragedy is typically a person of greatness. In classic Greek tragedies, it was usually a king. But in modern tragedies, this idea of the character's greatness is less important. The tragic protagonist commits an error of judgment, which sets in motion events that inevitably lead to their own death and widespread suffering. This error of judgment should be fueled by the protagonist's tragic flaw, or hamartia. A common flaw in tragedy is hubris, which is excessive pride and arrogance. The tragic protagonist then faces peripatia, which is a huge reversal of fortune. They face suffering and hardship as a result of their error of judgment. A key point of tragedy is that the hero's death is inevitable, and as such, any actions taken to prevent the tragic outcome only propels it. Towards the end of the story, the protagonist should achieve anagnorisis, which is the realisation of their flaws and mistakes, a sort of moral awakening as they understand how they cause their own downfall. The agency of the tragic hero is an important aspect to consider when studying tragedy. However, this realisation comes too late and the tragic protagonist dies at the end of the story. This should produce catharsis, a cleansing of strong emotions in the audience. The effect of a tragedy on its audience is a crucial part of its construction. Tragedies should evoke pity and fear in the audience, and the conclusion of the tragedy should produce catharsis in order for it to be a satisfying story. Much of the basis for a tragic plot structure comes from Aristotle's poetics, and he said it is crucial for a tragedy to be a process which unfolds logically and comes to a satisfying close. As such, it should have a clear beginning, middle, and end, showing the inevitable consequences of the choices and decisions the tragic hero makes, and their actions and errors of judgement. To understand the tragic structure better, I would recommend reading the story of Oedipus Rex, as this is a classic Greek tragedy which exemplifies the structure and components of tragedy really well. The genre of tragedy also has an interesting historical and social context. The earliest classic tragedies were by ancient Greek dramatists, around the rise of democracy. One way to interpret this is that overconfident, hubristic figures at the time would threaten the fledgling democracy, and so tragedies showing the downfall of such figures reflected ideas of justice at the time. The social function of tragedy is to cleanse or purge strong emotions, to avoid social chaos and ensure stability. This is why the catharsis at the end is so important. It fulfills the function of the genre. It could also be an influence on why tragedy has been so popular during periods of social change. After the classical period, the next great tragedies were during the Renaissance, a period of great scientific and philosophical progress, which changed the perception of humanity's place in this world. Many of these tragedies that you may have come across were written by Shakespeare, and these are good extended reading for the English A-level course, as knowledge of Shakespeare's other tragedies will deepen your understanding of the Shakespeare play you will be studying. Out of all this come the key aspects of tragedy, which are likely to be focal points of exam questions. The pity evoked, also called pathos, is an important part of a successful tragedy, 
as is catharsis at the ending, as suffering is a central aspect of tragedy. Whether or not the audience can feel pity for the suffering characters has a huge impact on the effect of the tragedy. The agency of the tragic protagonist and of the other characters is another critical thing to consider. Whether characters are agents or victims, or possibly both, is an interesting topic of debate that is often used for essays, as it has a bearing on the audience's perception of the story. In addition, justice and order are common themes in tragedy, so it's well worth thinking about these in relation to the tragedies you study. Typically, the events of the tragedy will incite chaos, and the ending will restore order and fulfil a sense of justice. Perhaps you can consider justice in relation to the villains of the piece, as well as whether the suffering of the main characters is in fact a form of justice, or if it's overly cruel. There are many more ideas you can explore depending on the specific texts you study. For example, the idea of the Wheel of Fortune was prevalent in Shakespearean times, and can be easily related to tragedy because the tragic structure contains a huge reversal of fortune. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Revision Hub. I hope it's giving you a good grasp of the key points about the tragic genre. We release new episodes every Thursday, so we'll see you next week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Revision Hub and on your preferred podcast streaming platform to be one of the first to hear new episodes. Once again, thanks for listening. <laughs>